Hello and welcome to the inaugural broadcast of the podcast Cynical AF. And believe me, AF does not stand for Air Force. Here it is, the first day of the new year. And we're starting here with a positive outlook for the year 2019. After all, you have 365 possible days to improve things from last year. Except not here. Uh, That's not what this place is for. You see, uh, on this site, what we do is we explore not the possibilities of what's ahead for the next 364 days, but the probabilities and realities which will mean that, if not by tomorrow, the 2nd of January, but probably by the 3rd or 4th, we will be as screwed as ever we were in 2018. Maybe even more. There is some positivity for you. Some of the items that we'll talk about in this podcast are things like the State of the Union. Uh, I'd like to put mine out before anybody else does, say around the 20th of the year, because all we're going to hear at that time is their reality of what they believe they can get away with. We'll also do a little bit of talk about employment and the economy. Hey, you work for the government? Who knows, by the State of the Union, you might be able to return to work if these lazy politicians get off their bottoms, which I doubt. Maybe you work for one of the big three auto companies. You know, that one that's, uh, oh, what are they doing? Oh, yeah, taking the jobs and heading south. Here's a positive thought. If you speak a second language, say, I don't know, Spanish, Mexican, whatever, you might still have a job. Prepared to move? And last, but certainly not least, here on the Cynical AF podcast, we'll be talking about human nature and society. I mean, there are so many fine examples of humanity that we can discuss during this podcast. So there you have it. This is the introduction to the new podcast, Cynical AF. I hope that I'm able to come back to you on a daily basis. Usually it seems like there's certainly more than enough news to discuss, new items on the internet, whatever's in the news. However, I also do work a second shift real job. Yes, I get to keep working. And that will stop me from doing a daily broadcast on a regular basis, as far as I can see right now. I will get back to you as soon as possible with the first installment of Cynical AF. Good night. Well, here it is, January 2nd, when I'm actually uh, doing this podcast, the first one, episode one, and I'm just going to title it New Year's Fun. So, recently I moved into the area here where I'm now residing. Don't know many people around here. Spent the year getting the house ready, working on the lawn and the yard, and at the same time working. Had a couple of illnesses, too, that kind of held me up. So, New Year, I figure I'm going to go out and meet a few of the people on New Year's Eve. Just did not feel like sitting home and watching a ball drop on TV. 
I guess a good prelude to all this would be to tell you a bit about the area I moved into. It's a small lake community called Clark Lake up here in Michigan. I moved a street off the main lake area. Uh, area's got uh, a lot of boaters, a lot of pontoon boats and party attitude. Got the uh, retirees who've lived here for quite a while. Got a couple of small beach bar type restaurants and uh, it's just outside of Brooklyn, Michigan which is where the Michigan International Speedway is. So, as I say, I've been busy this year getting everything all set, and I hadn't met anyone yet. I had been down to the beach bar in the summer where they had played music a couple of times, but it was pretty much a huge crowd at that time, all drinking, and uh, just not my cup of tea, if you will. So I figured... Come up New Year, they've got to be doing a couple of things here, and it'd be nice to go out and see what they do in the area. After all, I'm going to be living here the rest of my life. So I looked around. I went down to the beach bar. They were not going to do anything because they were closed Sundays and Mondays in the winter, and New Year's Eve falling on a Monday, they were going to be closed. So I went into town, and... There is a small bar down right in the middle of Brooklyn. Went up to it, and it was closed. And they, they closed before 11 o'clock. <coughs> and from the signs that were apparent in the window, even though they were closed, it didn't look like they were doing a single thing for New Year's Eve. Well... There was one place left to try, just down the road from where I live, possibly a mile. If you take a hard right and head straight to the lake, right up to where the expensive houses are, is the Eagle Point Club. Point Club. My understanding, it's an expensive restaurant, but I stopped in and said, well, what are you doing? And they said, we are having some music tomorrow night and we'll be open. There is no cover and no reservations needed. So I made plans to go out for New Year's Eve. Next day I got all set, waited till about 10 o'clock because I wasn't gonna make a whole big thing of it, but did wanna be there when people were active and already there and waiting for the new year. I figured they'd get a little bit excited and rowdy and I would love to enjoy it and see what they were doing. Well, about 10.30 I actually got there, pulled up, and there's a small amount of cars. And I, I kind of thought, well, that's odd. But then again, I thought a lot of people live around here. It's been seasonable. Uh, by that, I mean warm here in Michigan this winter. It was a green Christmas. So they must have all just walked in, because I could hear the music from outside in the parking lot. So I walked up the steps and pulled open the door, saw the little bar and headed straight to it where it seemed like a good amount of people. And I turned the corner and they have a dining room attached to the area for the restaurant itself uh, that looks out over the Clark Lake. And 
there just weren't many people there. And the music was one long-haired gentleman playing some songs from the 60s and 70s on a keyboard and picking up a guitar every now and then. Well, I didn't mind the music. It's actually my kind of music. But uh, that's all that they had there. And occasionally one or two people, usually the women, would get up and dance with each other. But that was about it. There was a seat in the corner, which I took, ordered myself a gin and tonic. I happened to be fond of tankery and tonics. Enjoying a quiet sip of my gin and tonic for a couple of minutes, I looked around the bar. Well, up near the front, where everybody had to pass, was an older couple. And from what I figured, they must be Clark Lake royalty, because everybody it appears to be, had to stop by and say hi to him before they came in and or left. Across from them, between them and me actually, were two couples actively discussing the latest Bon Jovi hits. I mean, constantly, over and over, proclaiming their love for Bon Jovi. Uh, I guess that's all right, except that they were my age. They were in their 60s, and that was what they had to speak about on New Year's Eve. But they spoke about it loudly, so I got a good earful about what the best Bon Jovi tunes were. Down from them at the bar, a couple of guys just sitting, nursing a couple of drinks, staring down at them, actually. Across from them and behind them, actually, were... uh, Four gentlemen crowded around a small wall table and jovial and joking and talking about business and sports and skiing on the lake in the summer and their boats and what they're doing about their houses and totally drunk out of their minds. I mean, they said it loud. They were elbowing and jostling each other. You know, the the general frat boy attitude table. Again, they were only just slightly younger than me. They were in their 50s. Right behind them, a table with four ladies. Must have been the drunk guy's wives, because every time the drunk guys did something stupid, one of the ladies would cringe. They would uh, surreptitiously glance around the bar, see who was there, and then stick their heads back in together and gossip about whoever they saw. As an aside here, I will note that as a long-haired stranger sitting in the corner nursing a couple of gin and tonics by this point, I too had become a topic of conversation at that table. It was funny to see the women lean out just to get a look at me, then lean back in and start talking. But, hey, whatever trips the trigger. To finish off my visual inspection, uh, I looked down to the end and saw three or four tables with couples at them. A few of the people seemed to be enjoying their drinks a little bit too much, but they were smiling, they were happy, and nobody was rowdy or or, uh, combative, anything like that. Although I did notice the frat boys seemed to be getting more and more tipsy. Uh, They had picked up a couple of rounds and gone back to the table and one round didn't even make it to the table before it was on the floor. Of course the ladies behind them cringed again.
Well, I stayed there for a little bit and occasionally tried to say hi to the people talking about Bon Jovi next to me, but other than a couple of monosyllabic grunts from the men and some polite nodding from the women, really wasn't welcome or included in the conversation. Smiled over at the older couple who smiled back and waved high, but didn't say anything. And, uh, became aware that I was still a topic of conversation a little late at the four ladies behind the Oysters Boys. Well, after enduring this for about half hour, I decided I'm just going to walk around into the main room there where the band was playing and have a seat there because it was kind of boring, to be honest, it was kind of boring at this posh, exciting club on New Year's Eve. So I stepped up, took my drink, motioned to the bartender who was carrying my tab that I was heading into the main room. I walked in, smiled at the gentleman playing guitar, and turned around to take a seat. Well, that was a surprise. The main room was still set up as a restaurant, not as a evening party area. Every single table was a table of four with plates and cutlery set out at it and glasses. Even though it was well after eating time, the kitchen was closed and they were open for only the New Year's Eve party. The only people in the room had shoved four or five of the tables together and made a long banquet-style table around which all of them sat. Total in the bar and restaurant, in fact, not including the staff, but including myself, 17 people. And that's not including the guitar player either. So I looked at this long table. I sat down at a, uncomfortably sat down at a table which was obviously set for eating the next day. Looked at the long table, and it seemed like everybody there was talking with each other about family things. Nobody was talking about New Year's or or having fun or anything. And I realized that this was an extended family out for the evening. And that's all that was in this gigantic room other than the waitstaff. Reluctantly, I picked up my drink and walked right back over to the corner chair at the bar where I had been sitting previously. It was uncomfortable in there. Well, this went on and on, and finally around 11.30, I noticed that the boisterous group got really, really active. One gentleman was trying to put his arm into a jacket, which had a hoodie on it, and he kept sticking his hand in the hoodie thinking it was a sleeve because he was getting prepared to leave. After turning in circles over and over while trying to look at the hoodie to see why he couldn't get his arm through it, his embarrassed wife got up, stopped him, and put his jacket on him like a child. He smiled foolishly and stumbled towards the door, stopping, of course, to the older couple to say goodnight. And then I realized that all four of the frat boys were dressed and ready to go. 
And I looked and their wives were putting on their coats too. And I thought, what? Well, it's only 11.30, what the heck is going on here? Well, the eight of them left. Now, again, I, I mentioned that there were 16, 17 people with the guitar player. And when eight of them left, that only left nine people in the restaurant completely. And, and I kind of turned to the bartender. Uh, bartender that I was working with was a young man in his 20s. And I, I kind of said, well, this is getting real exciting in here. Doesn't anybody around Clark Lake do anything for the holiday? I mean, Michigan allows fireworks. Anybody going to light off fireworks at midnight? Anybody, uh, you know, you got a group coming in here that I'm, you know, they're going to make their way home? And he just kind of grinned sheepishly and said, no, this is this is pretty much Clark Lake around here this year. It's It's for some reason been awfully quiet. Well, even with just the nine people, I still couldn't get a conversation started. So I ended up tipping the uh, band and waited until midnight. I got my complimentary three ounce glass of warm champagne. On my own had switched to a, Oh heck, what was it? It was a Jack and Coke. I'm not not a big drinker. And New Year's came and went. And you know how I celebrated it? Sitting in the corner of a bar, bad drinks, no company, watching a ball drop on TV. And a couple of people from the family in the big room hooted and hollered and happy New Year'd. And then it was over. At about 12.05, I finished up. I tipped my bartender because he had done a good job despite the lack of activity at the bar. Uh, I tipped the band, the, the guitar player keyboardist, because I almost felt embarrassed for him having to play for nine people. And I did kind of want to start their new year off on a good amount, so I, I tipped a good amount, more than I normally would have, and then went on home. Well, to put an end to all this, uh, this first episode of uh, Cynical AF, let me close up here. <clears throat> I guess I could have gone on into Jackson and gotten a hotel room and hit some of the bars down there, more people in the city. But I had moved out to an area which, to my way of reckoning, had been a pretty good community. Got some nice upscale homes, plenty of people around here. They're proud and active of Clark Lake itself. Always some sort of advertisement, a festival, event, something going on. I'm not always able to get to them because I do work a second shift and I just don't have the time to head down to some of these things. But I was kind of surprised, and I guess that's what hits me the most here, is that after all this advertising of Clark Lake this and our community that, 
to go out to the premier club and restaurant on New Year's Eve and to find 17 people total was a bit surprising to me. A bit disappointing, to tell you the truth. I mean, I didn't want throngs of people. At 60, I'm not about to go downtown and down down Detroit and get in the middle of a huge mob. Don't want that sort of hassle. Don't need that sort of hassle. But I was expecting something to be going on. I mean, to find one restaurant closed because they're normally not open on a Sunday and Monday in the winter, even on a good business light night like New Year's Eve, was a little surprising. To find that the bar in town in Brooklyn was going to be closed at 11 o'clock was surprising. To head to the Premier Club where everybody goes and everybody talks about is the place at Clark Lake and to find 16, 17 people, depending whether you count myself or not, was a shock. Well, I enjoyed going to a bar, having a drink, and watching people. I didn't get to watch many people last night. And from what I did see, there really wasn't much to talk about. Uh, I do like to watch what people do and maybe sometimes comment on it. Who knows, maybe they were watching me and I'm not much to talk about. All right, be that as it may. But really, people, it's New Year's Eve. If you're going to celebrate, you've got your community, you've got your families, your kids, come on out for an evening. And no, I don't expect kids at a bar at midnight. But I also didn't expect that any of these family homes around here, nobody shot off fireworks. There were no gunshots. I have a golf course just down from my house, surrounded by a large community at Columbia Lake, just just the other way. I didn't hear a single firework, a single gunshot, nothing. Nobody yelling out, Happy New Year's, nothing. This place was dead. And that was just dead disappointment. So, am I cynical enough on this first podcast? No, I'm really not. It's more of a observation and a disappointment letdown. But hey, I did promise you that 2019 was going to be as much a letdown as 2018. Maybe I'm expecting too much, but uh, I'm only 60. I'm not dead yet. I don't know about the other people in the area. Well, I know it wasn't exciting, just more of an observational comment, but I hope you enjoyed my first podcast. Hopefully, I will come up with a good subject to sharpen my teeth on for the second podcast. Hopefully, that's soon. Y'all have a good night, and enjoy the rest of the year.